Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. In all of his many trials, apparently one of the most painful things for Job was the fact that he had lost the esteem of his peers. Remember when we started the book of Job, he was known as the wealthiest man in the East. And so he was someone that was held in extremely high regard by many thousands of people. And then when the uh, the enemy, the devil, began to attack him in various ways, people moved from a position of holding him up as a example of someone who was virtuous and victorious to someone who was a loser and um, probably holding evil things secret that had brought on his ruin. So this loss of esteem, this loss of people holding him in high regard is something that Job alludes to many times. Now, in this chapter, he's going to get more specific about the pain that is causing him. So let's read Job chapter 29. Job continued his discourse. How I long for the months gone by, for the days when God watched over me, when his lamp shone on my head, and by his light I walked through the darkness. Oh, for the days when I was in my prime, when God's intimate friendship blessed my house, when the Almighty was still with me and my children were around me, when my path was drenched with cream and the rock poured out for me streams of olive oil, when I went to the gate of the city and took my seat in the public square, the young men saw me and stepped aside, and the old men rose to their feet. The chief men refrained from speaking and covered their mouths with their hands. The voices of the nobles were hushed, and their tongues stuck to the roofs of their mouths. Whoever heard me spoke well of me, and those who saw me commended me, because I rescued the poor who cried for help, and the fatherless who had none to assist them. The one who was dying blessed me. I made the widow's heart sing. I put on righteousness as my clothing. Justice was my robe and my turban. I was eyes to the blind and feet to the lame. I was a father to the needy. I took up the case of the stranger. I broke the fangs of the wicked and snatched the victims from their teeth. I thought, I will die in my own house. My days as numerous as the grains of sand. My roots will reach to the water and the dew will lie all night on my branches. My glory will not fade. The bow will ever be new in my hand. People listened to me expectantly, waiting in silence for my counsel. After I had spoken, they spoke no more. My words fell gently on their ears. They waited for me as for showers and drank in my words as the spring rain. When I smiled at them, they scarcely believed it. The light of my face was precious to them. I chose the way for them and sat as their chief. I dwelt as a king among his troops. I was like one who comforts mourners. And so, friends, all of us have heard people 
talk about the glory days in one context or another. Old people speaking about how wonderful it was in days gone by in various ways. But truly, Job was held in high regard like a king. He may have been a king, as I mentioned in one of the other episodes. Job had been previously held in extremely high regard. People um, deferred to him. Whenever he spoke, everyone else was quiet and they listened. So he reminisces and longs for those days. He reminisces and he equates those days to days when uh, the Almighty was still with him. In other words, he thinks the Lord has deserted him. And he also mentions that um, in those days he was in his prime and his children were around him. Remember, friends, that Job's children had been killed uh, with the walls of the house falling on him, knocked down by wind. So he was he was childless, and it was one of the great sadnesses and and uh, hardships of his life was to lose his children. He he talks about the fact that his kindness towards those in need had been well known. Verse eleven: Whoever heard me spoke well of me, and those who saw me commended me because I rescued the poor who cried for help, and the fatherless who had none to assist them. The one who was dying blessed me. I made the widow's heart sing. I put on righteousness as my clothing, and justice was my robe and my turban. I was eyes to the blind and feet to the lame. I was a father to the needy. I took up the case of the stranger. So he refers back to his previously well-known virtue in assisting poor people, um, orphans, people who were in the process of dying and we assume were in need financially. Uh, He mentions widows, that he assisted widows, and um, he was a father to the needy, and he helped blind people and lame people and all these people. I have no doubt he did all of that, but he, he now is suggesting that all of that's been forgotten, that all of his virtuous behavior of the past is now nothing to those who try to counsel him, to those who look on him. He says that he thought his life would always be good. He says, verse 18, I thought I will die in my own house. My days as numerous as the grains of sand. My roots will reach to the water and the dew will lie all night on my branches. My glory will not fade. The bow will be ever new in my hand. In other words, he could not have imagined the current state of affairs that his life has fallen into. He thought that the trajectory of his life was going to be continually upward until he died and went to be with the Lord. But this loss of respect, this loss of people holding him in higher esteem, held a very um, painful place in his heart. Verse 21, as we're concluding the chapter, listening to these words, people listened to me expectantly, waiting in silence for my counsel. After I had spoken, They spoke no more. My words fell gently on their ears. They waited for me as for showers and drank in my words as the spring rain. When I smiled at them, they scarcely believed it. The light of my face was precious to them. I chose the way for them and sat as their chief. I dwelt as a king among his troops. I was the one who comforts the mourners. And so, friends, we have to believe that these three men who have been given place in this book of Job as his counselors, the ones who have been giving him all this advice, they were among those who patiently listened to Job. 
They were among those who waited for his counsel. He was chief over those same three men. His face was precious to them, and now apparently they hold him in contempt as a liar and a deceiver and a sinner who will not even admit his shortcomings. And so Job suffers all of the the illness, all of the financial hardship, and all of these things. But the loss of esteem was very, very painful. Lord, for those who are listening who have lost self-respect and perhaps the respect of others, maybe the respect of their friends or their family, their parents or their children or their spouses, Lord, may our identity be found in you. At the end of the day, Lord, it's important that you hold us in high regard. We do desire that we would be faithful to you and, uh, Lord, all of us, like a pat on the back and acknowledgement. But, Lord, the applause of heaven is what we live for. May each of us live for the applause of heaven. May we hear it in the days of our flesh, but more importantly, may we hear it when we stand before you. May we hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. In the fullness of time, we believe we will. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.